we continue our Hall of Honor segments for the next number of weeks. Tuesdays, we talk about potential candidates to enter the Hall of Honor. And then the following day, we talk to someone who's already there. And it wouldn't be a Hall of Honor unless Mel Blunt was in it. Mel joins us now in Savernon Sports. Mel, how you doing? Good, Stan. It's good to talk with you. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Always a pleasure. Uh, I want to ask, we always ask folks what uh, they're doing now. I think everybody knows that you run the Mel Blunt Youth Home. How many years have you been doing that now, Mel? Well, uh, look, we started in 1983. We built a home in Vidalia, Georgia, my hometown, the the home of the great Sweet Onions. I don't know if you've heard of those. <laughs> That's the only great thing ever come out of Vidalia was no, the you, the, you're you're a great thing that came out of Vidalia. Well, thank you. So in 1983, uh, we had Chuck Noll, Dan Runner. We had a whole group of. Uh, Pittsburgh people went down for groundbreaking ceremonies. Uh, at the time, Western House was uh, real big here in the city, and they were one of our major sponsors. So uh, we went down and did groundbreaking ceremonies. So let's see, that would be, what, 35 uh, years ago, something like that. Coming up on 36, yeah. Yeah, coming up on 36. And so then five year, years later, in 1989, I came here to Washington County and built this program here. So we'll be celebrating 30 years wow. uh, this year in uh, September. And so I've been been out there in the trenches a long time working with these kids and, uh, you know, just trying to make a difference. Mel, is it as rewarding and fulfilling for you as it was when you first started? Well, <clears throat> it, it is kind of, well, the answer to the question, no because it's such a different challenge now. And, uh, you know, you go back 30 years, you can imagine how things were so different. But now you get, you have a different kind of uh, child you're working with. And, and a lot of the cases that we come across are more mental health issues than they are behavior uh, issues that we saw years ago. And... The other thing is, uh, you know, obviously I'm a lot older uh, and you don't have the same kind of energy, but right. it's still rewarding <laughs> because anytime you can see that you've had a positive impact on a, on a young person's life, it, it makes a, a big difference in a lot of the headaches and the, uh, the things you have to go through to work with these kids. It makes it all worth it when you see that you can make a difference. Well, that's uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Mel Blunt is our guest. Uh, Mel, I remember the first Hall of Honor um, induction ceremony we had over at the Champions Club, and you and I had a chance to chat. Uh, and I know that uh, you and all the guys who played in those great teams and Steelers since then, uh, but you in particular were partic- uh, really thrilled that the Steelers established this for all your teammates who are not in Canton, may not make in Canton, but were great players and major contributors to the success of the teams in the 70s? You know what? It really warmed my heart because that's one thing that we all had uh, with each other who played on those teams in the 70s, a great amount of respect and love and admiration for each other. And, you know, when you when you get older and you look back and you you think about, man, you know, the reason I'm where I'm at is because of all of those guys. And for them to establish something 
them meaning the steel organization, to establish something to recognize great players who may not even uh, get to the Hall of Fame and can, but, you know, they get the recognition and the respect that they deserve. So that's why I'm so thrilled about it. Uh, there's so many guys, uh, you know, that uh, is deserving of it, and I hope that they would wind up in the Hall of uh, in the Hall of Honor some at some point. Well, uh, as I've said many times, as a member of the selection committee, um, every name we have is certainly deserving. Just a matter of uh, of getting everybody in. Donnie Shell was in the first class, your right. backfield mate, um, and we we talked a great deal yesterday on the show. Uh, about Mike Wagner, and uh, you know, here's a guy that you played with, and and uh, I just, you know, your thoughts about playing with Mike Wagner? Man, that that's my guy. I love Mike Wagner. I love him as a person. Love him as a player. You know, we we uh, try to play golf as much as we can together during the off season. Uh, you know, during the golf season, but. Look, this guy was special. Mike Mike was our quarterback back there in the secondary, and he is a guy who is so deserving of uh, any recognition that, that can come his way because he was a great player and a great person. So I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, it's guys like him and, uh, you th- you uh, look at John Cobb and uh, Larry Brown. I mean, just a whole group of guys. You can just go down the list. Like you say, every guy you that's on the list is deserving of it. It's just a matter of getting them in. Yeah, I mean, Moon Mullins and Gordon Gravel. I mean, all yeah. these guys, and um, uh, you know, and and uh, you know, certainly you know, guys on defense. I was discussing yesterday with Mike um, because you and Donnie Shell, uh, you know, were just so prolific in the way you played that maybe he got overlooked, but you mentioned being the quarterback. Did he call out the defensive alignments for the secondary? Look, Mike Wagner, he sure did, and he was, <laughs> he always kept me in line because, you know, <laughs> I was always I'm, – I'm so locked in on just man-to-man, you know, and, uh, you know, we had zones and different things. He was he was such an integral part of uh, all the things that happened to us back there in the secondary that um, – you know, I, I'm just hoping that I'm just hope you know that he get his just due at some point. Uh, no doubt, uh, as I said, you know, we're trying to get to everybody, and uh, and of course we're we're adding on people as uh, you know guys from the, the '90s and the 2000s become eligible. Oh yeah, um, so many uh, so many guys. Uh, our one out is if you get to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you're automatically in the Hall of Honor. Uh, we were kind of hoping that would be the case for Alan Fanica, but we. He didn't get in again, but we voted him to the Hall of Honor. We said, well, Canton, you're making a mistake. We're not going to make the same mistake. He was, uh, I thought, the, the best guard in the NFL uh, during his, his time there. Right. Mel, in conversations with uh, some of your teammates and some Steelers who came after you, um, I, I'm wondering, and you know, when we have uh, interviews with the, you know, the guys who get inducted, I mean, they're really thrilled. But I, I wonder in private conversations, um, do, are, are they as excited about the Hall of Honor as you are and the recent inductees seem to be? I would think so, uh, because the one thing about, you know, what's been established there in the Hall of Honor is that you're talking about your peers, guys who you play with and guys who, who know you, know what kind what you brought to the table. And uh, I think I know that I was just as excited 
about being in the uh, Hall of Honor because these are guys that I played with uh, versus being in the Pro Football Hall of Fame because that's just uh, people who watch you around the country but didn't have that opportunity to play with you. Like I went in uh, with, with Terry Bradshaw, who I played with, but then Art Shell and uh, Willie Woods was in my class. You know, but to go in the Hall of Honor with guys, you know, like uh, Donnie Shell, who I played with, it's, it's a special bond that uh, that you have. So I would think that any player that gets uh, that kind of recognition would be excited. Do you uh, main, obviously you've mentioned you play golf with Mike and and you're you know close to some of the guys you played with? Do you feel like there's a bond between you and Steeler players who came after you were done playing, or even current Steeler players? Just the, that Steeler bond, if you will. I think there's a brotherhood, and I think now obviously you're not as uh, as close because you you're talking about uh, generations. There's there's uh, that that takes place. Uh, but the one thing that I think that every player, whether you played in the 60s or 70s or if you play in today, is that respect that you have because you know what it takes and you know what guys go through to uh, get to that level and to be able to perform at, at, at such a high level. So, yeah, there there's a, a bond. It might not be as close as the guys you play with in your era, but there's a there's a mutual respect, and one of the things that I've been fortunate enough to do too is is to develop relationships with these players because ever since Ben Roethlisberger's rookie year, uh, all the rookies have been coming out here to the boys' home working with the kids, so wow. you get a chance to know them and and just see their uh, career grow and develop. And so, for me, that, that's that been real special. Uh, that's nice. I hadn't realized that. And the Steelers, again, uh, uh, providing support. Uh, Mel Blunt, of course, is our guest. Um, greatest corner who ever lived. Change. What, what's your reaction to the fact that you changed the rules of the NFL? Uh, well... You know, I get credit for that, but I think it was a it was a whole combination of that steal of defense and um, you know, in the seventies, uh and I, I just think it's when it first when they first named that rule after me, uh I was, you know, somewhat insulted because it was like I was thinking like, Well, they think uh that I can't play so they're gonna change the rules to try to and the older I got, and especially when I retired, and then my my kids start talking about it, and their kids, and then I start saying, "Well, you know what? That's pretty cool to think that I had that kind of impact on on the game." But as you know, football is a team sport, and uh, so everybody uh, has to, you know, take take responsibility for that. that well, you know, if we wouldn't have had to kind of. Uh, Pressure on the quarterback from the front forward of Steel Curtain, and man, we had great linebackers. So I, I was just kind of one piece of the puzzle. Uh, well, I don't know. When they give you that kind of compliment, you just kind of smile and tip your cowboy hat and say thank you. Yeah, <laughs> let, exactly. Let them think think that. Last thing for you, Mel. This did not happen, um, uh, you know, until uh, later in your career, and it also happened earlier. Uh, I'm thinking about this year's team. Unusual. Didn't make the playoffs. That didn't happen around here uh, very often. But early on, when things were building for the Steelers, 
or um, in the years uh, like 76 and 77 uh, when you had great teams, but the ultimate goal is winning a Super Bowl. Did that provide you with extra motivation to come back the next season and make things better? Oh, there's no question, man. It was that's that's a sick feeling when you play the whole season and then you you don't make the playoffs because everybody just want to get in the tournament. And uh, I remember years when we didn't make it. Uh, you know, we come back and and the whole focus was on getting in the playoffs and winning the Super Bowl and. That's the kind of mindset that it takes, not only from the players, but from from the top all the way down. Mel, thank you so much for the time today. Uh, the Hall of Honor Committee will be meeting uh, sometime in the spring, and uh, some of the people you've endorsed are certainly on the list, and uh, we'll see what the rest of the group says. It'll be uh, it'll be a star-studded, worthy group. I, I know that. Uh, and and uh, thank you for doing this and for supporting the Hall of Honor. Oh, Sam, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, and uh, good luck. All right, Mel. Thanks very much. That's, okay. That's, Thank you. That's Bye. the great Mel Blunt.